0: Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, let Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing nothing but pure sports. And welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at fitoff. So for episode 50 today, I wasn't expecting to have big news for episode 50, but it just worked out that way. Just found out Mike Bray taking my advice. He's going to step down at the end of the year as the men's basketball coach at Notre Dame. And uh, to me, get on with his life's work, as Chuck Noll would always say. I think this is great for both coach Bray and for the men's basketball program. I'm never about someone getting fired or losing their job or being happy about it. But this was time. I mentioned this before. He should do this before the end of the season. So he doesn't have to have the nagging questions from the media saying, is this your last year? What's wrong with the team? It's not fair to the team as well. I think this will loosen him up, uh, kind of take a step back. I think the team also kind of say, hey, let's win. Let's win as much as we can for Coach Bray right now. I think they're just going to relax a little bit more as well. So this just broke moments ago. And I just want to read from uh, Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick. Uh, Mike and I have talked over often in the recent years about a future transition in the program's leadership. And during our most recent conversation, we reached the mutual conclusion that the end of the season represented the right time. I think that's a little snowballing it a little bit right there because uh, if we were seven and one in the ACC, I don't think that conversation happens. But because this season has been a disaster, let's put it bluntly, and Coach Bray, he's going to be 63 years old. That's another thing, too. Enjoy retirement. You can uh, enjoy your life with your family, get on with TV, do it while you're still fairly young. And I can't say enough. I'm just kind of looking at some of his his big accomplishments at Notre Dame. Uh, He was always uh, a big winner uh, when they played at home. Uh, they went 314 and 76 at Purcell F- Pavilion. That's 80 uh, 80.5 percent winning percentage. That ranks 15th most among home wins in the country since 2000. He took over July 14th 2000, and that was sort of a I don't want to call it emer- an emergency hire, but that's when Matt Doherty had turned around the program pretty quick. They went to uh, went to the NIT in the 99 2000 season and uh, they were runners-up in the NIT. But then Matt Doherty ended up going to his alma mater, North Carolina. Michael Jordan and all those guys got him to come back to coach after uh, it wasn't Dean Smith hadn't retired. It was Bill, uh, I think it was Guthridge, had retired. So more or less they needed that uh, up-and-coming hot coach at the time, and supposedly he was, but he that didn't work out at North Carolina. It worked out more or less for us at Notre Dame. Who knows what Matt Doherty would have done had he stayed at Notre Dame. That may be a a topic for a future podcast, but uh, long story short, Matt Doherty uh, did not have the career they thought, and he's had a ton of jobs since then. Coach Bray has been the constant, steady presence at Notre Dame. Say what you want. I know he didn't take us to a Final Four, but two Elite Eights, 2015 and 2016. I will always say, had we beat Kentucky, that great Kentucky team in the Elite Eight up in Cleveland in 2015, I think we – we could have won a national title that year. Uh, and I believe that was in Minneapolis, that final four. But that to me was the greatest Notre Dame team I've ever, I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, what else here? When we were in the Big East, he was a three-time Big East coach of the year, 2007, 2008, 2011. And he finished his tenure at the Big East as the league's fourth all-time winningest coach with 146 wins uh, for the Big East Conference. 27 and seven record in 2011 with a perfect 17 and 0 record at home. And he was the AP coach of the year in the 2011, uh, new year season that is. But to me, it was that 2015 team 32 and six. And I still, I know I'm going, I'm debating back and forth and I may have a podcast on this eventually too. What was his biggest achievement at Notre Dame? Was it the back-to-back elites 2015 and 2016 I had to say this, but was it the loss to Kentucky in that 2015 Elite Eight game? But I'm leaning more toward winning the ACC tournament in 2015. That had never been done by any Notre Dame team. All those years in the Big East, we never won the Big East uh, tournament. The big, the furthest we ever got was, the, uh, was always the semifinals. We always got to the semifinals numerous times, but could never get to the championship game. And that 2015 team, Again, this was the team that went to the, uh, the uh, Elite Eight and lost to Kentucky by two points. They beat Miami, and then in back-to-back nights, this was the big thing. They beat Duke, and that Duke team won the national title that year. And then they also beat North Carolina to win the ACC tournament. I, I got to think that's probably his uh, his biggest moment, and probably Notre Dame basketball, for the men, their biggest moment, too, in their history. I know they went to the Final Four in 78, that was a different time, and I just think, to me, my mind may change for that. But uh, that, to me, is the biggest moment uh, for him and the uh, and for the team. So, uh, again, I'm just kind of going off the cuff right here. There's going to be a news conference tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'll find out more. I got to think he's going to be hope he. When I say emotional, maybe he'll have some tears, but I think you're going to see a more upbeat Coach Bray that we've been used to the past uh, 23 years, except for the last couple months where I said it before, he just seemed like alligator tears were ready to pop out. He was de- dejected. That energy wasn't there anymore. And I, I can't say enough. This should be This shouldn't be a sad occasion or, oh, thank God he's out of here. This should be a... This should be good news on both sides. Uh, an end of an era, but possibly a, a new era new era era, I can't speak. new era coming uh, through to Notre Dame as well. So what else? So let's see here. So what's next? Uh, I, I put a podcast out in the summer of who I think should be the top three candidates. at that time it was Thad Motto is number one, Monty Williams, who's with the Phoenix Suns who are struggling big time now too. And then Buzz Williams three. However, Buzz Williams, I'm kind of I don't think we could get him from Texas A and M. And I don't even know I don't even think they're having that great of a season this year anyway. And he's got that uh, Jr. Ewing money down there in Texas, so fat chance we get him. Put in there Shaka Smart right now for Marquette. I liked how they played when we lost to them this year, and I think just for Coach Swarbrick right now, you got to make a you got to hit this right now you got to make a, you have to make a, what's the word I'm looking for here. You got to, you got to hit this big time. You got to hit it for this, uh, uh, this coaching hire. I know we're known for football and that's the bread and butter, but a lot of other sports have done pretty well as well. You know, soccer has been good lacrosse, women's basketball. You got to nail this. You got to knock it out of a, knock it out of the park right now with this hire. Some people think you're that's wishful thinking. RPT, you're talking out of your ass right now. They're not gonna, they're not really gonna care. I, I don't care for me. You got to knock it out of the park. Coach Bray took my advice and stepped down. Uh, he made the announcement for the end of the season, but at least he did it before the end of the season. He took my advice there to step down when the season's over. Jack Swarbrick, you got to knock this out of the park. And I'm telling you what, Thad Mata is knocking it out, knocking it out of the park. Monty Williams. He's probably making a lot of dough in with the Phoenix Suns, but maybe he wants to uh, try the college game, and he's a Notre Dame uh, graduate. So Monty Williams is knocking it out of the park. Shaka Smart is knocking it out of the park. So as I end this podcast, it's not just Mike Bray going off into the sunset, whatever you want to call it, but Jack Swarbrick, you got to knock this out of the park with this hire, and you're going to have some time. you got half of January, February, March, and I know we had to see because you can't really interview people now because they have they're in season, especially with the coaches that are currently coaching right now. And I don't know of any coach right now that uh, is more or less just sitting on the sidelines right now, uh, waiting for someone to get hired. But as I mentioned before in a previous podcast, I don't want anyone affiliated with the current Notre Dame program or that coached at Notre Dame at one time under Mike Bray or played for Mike Bray. I once and Monty Williams, he played for digger Phelps. So he would be outside the program. It's gotta be a start from scratch because this program has just hit a wall. And for whatever reason that is, I don't want to get into that, but this has to be a start from scratch and you got to knock this out of the park. Jack Swarbrick, I'm telling you right now. So I can't say this enough. Coach Bray, you've been a great uh, class act for this program. Uh, Class act in general. Uh, you're a hell of a nice guy. Uh, you took this program to new heights. I know we didn't get to the final four, we didn't win that national title, but it was uh, it was exciting to watch your teams. I want to put it that way. Big East play uh, that 2015 team. I, I can't say no. In the 47 years I've been alive, that was the first team I could truly say and believe it, and not be blowing smoke up my own ass to say yes this team could have won a national title had they beat kentucky in the elite eight they were that good that's pat Connaughton, jaron grant bonzi colson that uh, dj uh, uh demetrius jackson they called him dj that was a hell of a team they had experience we heard heard that all year don't get me wrong but this was experience where you had athletes too and good players these guys are just experienced this year they were decent players but it is what it is right there. So. Coach Bray, thank you so much. I'm just going on my notes here because I did this on the fly and I want to make sure I uh, gave you everything I had here. Uh, but this is just more or less a quick instant reaction analysis I had today. And uh, Coach Bray, good luck in the future. Jack Swarbrick, mm-hmm. knock it out of the park. I can't say enough. You've got to knock this out of the park. And I already gave you my advice. We'll see what he does. So... I'm blowing smoke up my ass there. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining. And as always, go Irish.